a blessed evening to everyone and also to those who are uh, worshiping with us through this live streaming in other parts of the world as I am used to do during weekdays that I take as a material for reflection the first reading so I continue with this uh, meditation on the first reading from the uh, uh, letter of Paul to the Romans and we are nearing the end of the, the letter this beautiful and excellent exposition of Paul regarding his understanding or the doctrine regarding the salvation Jesus has brought to us and issues connected with this and uh, today w there is uh, this uh, a special character of the reading today is that Paul seems to be presenting his credential letter credential to the community of Romans Roman Christians remember that uh, Paul was writing to a community which he has not visited yet the Romans and it seems that he was uh, presenting here his credential letter credential he presents himself as, as here and his mission and he describes himself as minister of Jesus Christ among the pagans and Paul insists on this aspect his being apostle that he is truly an apostle of Jesus Christ as a response actually indirect response to the so-called Judeo-Christians who doubted or rather or uh, took the ministry of Paul as inferior kind of ministry and many of these Judeo-Christians were present in, uh, in Rome. So the mission among the pagans has always been accompanied by the efficacious actions of God himself, who with the Spirit has revealed signs and wonders. The preaching, in fact, is sustained by God. The apostle is but a minister, a servant, an ambassador, a human voice that communicates the divine word, the good news. And the horizon for this preaching is the whole world and in every land where the name of Christ has not yet been preached and the scope of this mission is presented with this beautiful image from the liturgy 
that his ministry among the Gentiles so that they would become offering themselves. The Gentiles become offerings to God, acceptable and sanctified by the Holy Spirit. And very open, uh, Paul presents his mission, his apostolate, as a liturgy, as an act of worship in which the authentic sacrifices are offered in which one's whole existence is offered. I think a beautiful uh, reminder also to all of us this, uh, that the mission of the church is to help us become authentic sacrifices acceptable to the Father. And here there is a, a nuance, a meaning that is many times it is not understood when we speak of worship, the act of worship is limited only to what is what we are doing, for example, in the church. Or when we pray, that it is uh, now directly, this is an act, the liturgy, as an act of worship to God. But Paul is pointing out here that worship is not limited only to the liturgical celebration of the Eucharist or the sacraments but the very life one lives is a liturgy an act of worship meaning for a Christian there is no more dichotomy between my worship on Sunday or when I go to Mass and my life afterwards. There is no separation because the whole life of a Christian has been soaked in, we may say, by the mystery, by the life of Christ. So, our option for example, our decisions, the choices we make every day are expressions of our worship to God. And this is something that many times Christians forget. Jokingly, one said, well, uh, I give to God Sunday but the rest of the week that is for me and for the devil, he said. It's unfortunate if that is the vision of life now. Because here we see that the life we live every day is in fact a continuation, an expression of this worship that we have on Sunday or day or hours or moments of worship and prayer. 
And this is a very important dimension lesson that we can learn today. And think if the life we live every day are expressions really of our worship. Meaning that my choices, for example, are permeated by the gospel values. Yung aking mga pinapahalagahan. Is it really motivated, for example, by the truth, by goodness, by love, the way I relate with, with others, for example, is it what are the motivations behind, for example, that the spirit that animates my life, no, it flows precisely from that. So the values of the kingdom, the values of truth, of justice, of love, if we spouse them and they guide us in our living and in our re relating with others, then our life, our everyday life, becomes an expression of worship. And when we come again on Sunday, we bring all these actions these attempts, these sacrifices of living out the values of the kingdom and offer them together in the Eucharist. That's why when uh, before the offering, the priest says, pray, dear friends, that these are sacrifices, that my sacrifice and yours be acceptable to God the Father. And our sacrifice is not only the bread and wine, also the sacrifice of your efforts, of your sacrifices every day to live according to the will of God. We join them to that sacrifice of Christ himself and they become acceptable offering to God. That is the logic, that is the dynamics of this offering when Paul speaks about making the, Christ, the pagans acceptable sacrifices to the Father. And that is also expected from all of us as Christians. As we celebrate today the Eucharist, let us pause for a moment and bring to God what are those little things maybe, little sacrifices or great love or great efforts that we have. And remember every Mass we attend. Remember that we have our part of offering also these little, maybe little efforts to sacrifice for the truth, to sacrifice in the form of service, to sacrifice the sacrifice of loving 
even if it is difficult to love, they become great and acceptable if they are offered to God. And so, I invite you for a short moment of silence to remember and offer these things that we would like to offer to God. Maybe our own crosses also. Maybe also our uh, other little efforts and, and our commitment now, as parents, as whatever that you think God would be happy to accept and where God can be glorified.